Welcome to the House of She podcast. We are Kat and Kate, and we are here to discuss all things womanhood, business, birth, spirituality, mindfulness, health and wellness, and personal journeys, and so much more. Our purpose behind starting this podcast is to connect with women, building a community to support and empower each other. We know you all have so much to offer, so we're hopeful to facilitate a platform where we can all grow and learn together, expanding the circle of women within this beautiful community. Today we have our lovely friend Sophie joining us and we're going to be talking about spirituality and mindfulness. Sophie shares with us what it means to her, um, but Kate and I also definitely chime in and really share what it means to us and how we explore and express our spirituality in our lives. And the main takeaway from the episode, I think, Kate, was that it can really mean anything to anybody, but we really just do encourage people to just explore it and embrace it where they can, um, because it can add a lot of value to lives. Yeah, I think I really loved that when we all shared, everyone's experience was different of how we Mm. came to touch that place in ourselves or what our outlets are to connect with that. So they're all so different and there's just so many more options out there. It's just a journey of exploration. Mm. And you also mentioned, Kat, that mindfulness and spirituality I guess are the same thing in essence. It's just that maybe spirituality is a bit daunting for people and mindfulness might resonate more. So that was a really nice take home too, Mm. that it doesn't have to be an all in. Yeah. So I really loved that. Well, to start the episode, we will get Sophie to introduce herself and we will dive right in. Hi guys, I'm Sophie. Um, I have the Instagram page Becoming Mindful Family. Um, I am a mum of two girls. Um, I have a seven-year-old and a a one-and-a-half-year-old. And uh, beautiful partner Mitch, who introduced me to Kat and Kate. Um, yes, she's very happy. Happy yeah. coincidence, Shout out to Mitch. <laughs> Thanks, Mitchie. Um, so yeah, I absolutely love the mindfulness topic, hence my Insta name. Um, and I love spirituality. I've been on that journey um, for a good, I don't know, maybe at least ten years, and. It's been a beautiful part of my life. It's made such a big difference in my life. Um, so I'm very passionate about sharing about mindfulness, about meditation, about conscious living, conscious parenting, that sort of thing. Um, and I also um, sell oils on my page, um, which I tie into my mindful mindful living. Um, so, yeah, I'm very, very excited to talk about this topic um, with these two girls who I admire so much. As soon as you mentioned becoming mindful, then you're the Insta name. Can you explain why you call it that? Because I've heard you describe this before and I really love it. So when I started my business, I was actually so stuck with coming up with a business name. Like it's kind of a, a difficult hurdle to overcome. And um, I wanted it to be about mindfulness or spirituality. And I thought about something like Mindful Mama, which I think has been done. Um, but I don't feel like, I feel like it's such a journey, which is where the becoming comes into it. Like Mm -hmm. we're never, it's never this one goal where you're this perfect, mindful, spiritual Mm -hmm. person. You know, you're always working towards that. Um, We're all human and we have our mindful moments and we have our human moments. Um, So I wanted my, my page and my message to really be about how achievable it is and how it's just step by step and moment by moment that we can achieve 
being mindful, being conscious, um, yeah, and just being connected. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love that. that. Becoming, I love whole, just trying to yeah, become on the journey <laughs> and always being yeah. on the journey toward it. When you explained that, where I don't even know where, where I read it or heard you explain it, but I really connected with it. It just immediately took the pressure off me and I was like, oh, yeah, I can just have a go at becoming mindful. That's mm-hmm. okay. That's enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like an all in. I need to be doing all the things all at once. It's just like if you can just open the eyes a little bit and see a new thing mm. and pick it up and try it and, and then move on to the next beautiful yeah when I first put myself out as a teacher and I started teaching um meditation circles um just before my daughter was born maybe eight years ago um I got really caught up I got really uh I guess hard on myself I felt like because I was a teacher I had to be perfect all the time like Mm -hmm. if I'm teaching people how to meditate and how to be mindful and then I have a a moment where I am not a mindful person where I you know say or do the wrong thing or lose my call that you know they're going to think I'm not authentic and that it's just a show Um, Mm -hmm. and that was a real journey for me sort of coming to terms with the fact that no (laughs) the message is still there and I'm still a human and all of us are human. Even the most, you know, beautiful teachers or gurus, mm-hmm. they all have their human moments and that shouldn't stop any of us from striving to reach that place or not speaking our truth. Yeah, mm-hmm. not welcoming into an experience, being open to it. I can definitely resonate with that teaching yoga as well. I felt in the beginning I can't possibly – teach like I don't have my shit together enough to be like you know facilitating that but if you're just being the guide for other people if you're facilitating them to get there Mm. you can still you can still be on your own journey you're still just trying to do and be a little bit better every day or definitely it looks so different for everyone as well yeah yeah yes we all have our own path there there's no right or wrong it's just Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and I think it's yeah it's beautiful to um have people that you see as leaders or gurus or guides that really show their their humanness as well that they're not perfect and that they Mm. have bad days too um yeah that's something that really resonates with people that I look to for spiritual guidance when I just see that they're showing them their true selves and not trying to put on a facade and that's all okay as well authentic Mm -hmm. so sorry just going back to eight years ago where were you doing that and what did that look like and um how did you take that step (laughs) um good question I might take you a little bit before that because um so I had been drawn towards a spiritual life and I went on a bit of a journey when I was living in Brisbane and the Gold Coast and started doing yoga and found some teachers there so I was definitely like um, had my toe in the water and um, then I moved to Hamilton Island for a year and I met some beautiful people there and went on a bit more of a journey um, and then I moved back to Mackay and I was so open and so interested and it was just before 2012 I don't know if you guys remember that big thing about going into 2012 it was like going to be the the beginning of the new world or the end of do you remember that was that a thing where no, you guys we, were we, we must we have been elsewhere <laughs> <laughs> the, 
I busy will, doing. Yeah. <laughs> We're busy the twelfth of the twelfth, two thousand and twelve. <laughs> it was like a big thing. Um, it was like the end of the Mayan calendar. I'm not going to remember it very well, probably. Someone has mentioned of... it to me since. Like I was at a retreat, maybe like uh, whenever we went, Caitlin, and someone brought it mm-hmm. up, and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah." I don't even know what I was doing in 2012. I don't remember being alerted at the time, but it makes sense. Twelve of twelve, twelve. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was the end of the Mayan calendar and lots of people thought it was going to be the end of the world. It was like the whole 2000 thing kind of. Yeah. Um, But a lot of the spiritual community believed that it was the end of the old world and the beginning of us moving into the new world. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was going to a beautiful meditation circle with a really, really gorgeous teacher that I just resonated with so much. And um, I was just loving. And this was back in Mackay? Yes, back in Mackay. Who, who knew, like I never knew that I would find, in my head I was like, I'm, you know, I'm leaving the city, I'm leaving all of this world and then mm. I found the most beautiful teacher back in my hometown. Where you began. Yeah. That was yeah. a symbol in itself. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. And, um, yeah, I was just learning from her for a long time and then she really encouraged me to step out of my comfort zone because at that time I was dabbling in the spiritual circles of Mackay. I was going to drums and a couple of different meditation. But a lot of the people that attended were a lot older, um, my parents' mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt like it was good, but maybe other young people that came in wouldn't have connected or felt like this was their community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so my teacher really encouraged me um, since I was pointing that out to start my own Um So I started a little um, meditation circle with another friend and um, my partner at the time, who's my eldest daughter's dad. Um, Every Wednesday, we called it the rainbow circle. Beautiful. um, (laughs) My teacher, uh, my friend, um, Alex, um, had planned to run the meditation. She was a writer and had a really beautiful way with words. And I was sort of more facilitating it coming from an events background and at the last minute, her anxiety took over and she choked and she's like, I cannot, I cannot run this meditation. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> and I just did it. Just it the... just flowed out of my mouth and it felt Perfect. so right. And from then on, like, that was, I was like, this is, you know, this is part of my calling. I absolutely love this. Oh, that's and so I made cool. beautiful that's... friends. Through just it, thrown yeah. right in the deep end. That was perfect. <laughs> if you felt like you were unsure about it too, you probably needed that just to take the dive, take the plunge. Yeah, I work really well under pressure. I'm one of those people like I don't prepare for a job interview or something, you know, just go in there and, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's easier for me than overthinking it. So, mm, yeah, it yeah. was really, it was a really beautiful time in my life. Beautiful. Probably helps you to get, yeah, out of your head and just yeah. be in the moment. Yeah. Beautiful. And then from there? Um, so we ran that circle for quite a while, um, all through my pregnancy with Azzy. And then um, it sort of petered off. It was a lot of young people. And funnily enough, I think I've mentioned this to Kat, it was actually a real mix of boys and girls. I think a lot of times, you know, these circles tend to be yeah, more women. But um, yeah. a lot of the time we even had more guys there. And they were all beautiful, beautiful people, but um, very, um, you know, not committed, I guess, yeah. not as committed as I was. So mm-hmm. they would come one week and they wouldn't come another week. And um, after I had my my daughter, after I had the baby, I was kind of like, well, I can't keep 
putting all this energy every week into something, you know, um, that's here and there. And yeah. I slowed down a lot and I just did work um, every now and again. I filled in for my teacher um, when she went away and ran her meditation circles. And I did continue on the journey, but I think I was like, I was a lot more quiet about it. I had had a lot of ridicule from friends and family and I I felt like, okay, I'm just going to follow this path, but I'm not going to put myself out there as a leader and, anymore. And what did you find that they were ridiculing you about? What was it wasn't the... anything serious, you know, oh, you're this crazy hippie, like, <laughs> right, so I put your crystals out in the moon. Like, it was it was all in good fun, but it was mm-hmm. just, you know, still, like, you just bit by bit heart. it chips away at yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And my friend Alex, who was running the circle with me, moved back to the States. Um, and, yeah, like, um, Tim and I ended up not staying together. We're still friends, but just that, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. have the backing of a community of people my own age to, to mm-hmm. keep that going. And even though I had so many beautiful friends and some that were that way inclined a little bit, it just wasn't, I, I guess I didn't feel like people were looking for it in my life at that time. And I was so caught up in being a new mum as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, Absolutely. you then sort of turned inward and kept exploring it, but from a different perspective. Yeah. Just not, just not teaching as much. Yeah. I guess I got a little bit shy. Maybe my throat chakra was pretty clogged, and um, yeah, I was still still doing the work for myself. But and I missed it the whole time. I absolutely missed it. But I just, yeah, for some reason, it it got put on the back bench. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've been back in Mackay since then. Yes. Yes. So yeah. My parents are here and. Yeah, I'm quite happy to be settled here with my family and found a new mm-hmm. love for my hometown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And absolutely, I can totally relate to that. Um, I guess I just would like to hear what spirituality means to you. <clears throat> Excuse me, frog in my throat. So what does that encompass? I guess what it means to you and then maybe what sort of practices you do to mm. what does honour that, that look like? Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good question. So, um, I was brought up in a very religious family. Um, my family were very Christian, like born again, I guess, happy clappers, <laughs> what you call them. Um, you know, so I've never heard I, that term before. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't like Catholic. It was, yeah, totally different ball game. but, um, beautiful. My, my family, my Christian family, it's so beautiful. They're beautiful people. And I think um, there was many things about Christianity that didn't sit well with me as I grew older, but um, I did find that connection to a higher power through it as a child. Mm. And even though I put that away for a long time, um, to me, yeah, when I found I didn't like the rules religion often has rules and restrictions around you have to do or say a certain thing to mm. have a connection to God, um, mm. to, Condemning if you to don't. Get, get to heaven. And, you know, if you mm. don't, um, or if your friends and family don't, then, then, you know, you're the only one that's getting there and no one else. And that never sat well with me. And so it was, wasn't until I found, I started going to yoga classes and, and doing the Shavasana and the meditation 
um, that I found this other kind of spirituality, this connection to energy, connection to higher power or source um, that just opened my mind. And I'm such a big fan of anything that's um, not a one size fits all. Mm. I love that to me, spirituality is whatever you want it to be. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. And for some people that might be a connection to the earth and just, mm. just appreciating this beautiful planet and, you know, like they see an animal and like, oh, that could be a message, message about that. Or um, it doesn't have to be to spirit guides or um, deep meditation or chanting or one God in particular, or they might dabble a little bit in buddhism and they might dabble a little bit in hinduism or you know have a connection to jesus christ from the from the bible and that's their spiritual path but there's no rules it's just feeling that deep inner peace through practices Mm -hmm. that make you feel connected um Mm -hmm. and just connected to peace and love i guess um i it's so hard to put like a this is spirituality because for every single person it's so different (laughs) Yeah, I think that's I resonate perfect. with what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. for you, what, what, how do you express your spirituality? I mean, after it, we can, Caitlin and I can definitely share and then we can sort of show where it might be different or the same. But for you, so how do you express your spirituality? What practices do you connect with the most? Um, for me, my absolute favorite practices have been around yoga. Um, that's kind of what really pushed me on the path and like reading a few books, which were yoga, we yogis. Um, and I guess that movement of the body and the breath, um, letting go of the monkey mind and feeling connected to source energy. Um, I, I love to go on journeys with my meditation and kind of lift out of my monkey mind and, you know, feel connected to guides, um, um, angels, all sorts of things. Definitely the breath is a big thing and just reading books, like every spiritual book that I've ever read has got a different take on the Mm. higher power. Um, so I love to just read different books or listen to podcasts and take a little bit from all of them. And it's sort of melded. It's it's hard for me to say because I feel like it's ever-changing. I feel like I'm constantly yeah. like learning something new and then I'm like, oh, yes, yeah, I'm adding that to to what I believe is yeah. truth. And I believe mm-hmm. maybe there is no no truth. Mm. Um, and the biggest part of my spirituality is my practice. And, and it's not even like the set routine, like get up in the morning um, and do yoga every day, which I would love to do, but, but being a mum, it's very difficult. It's in those in an moments ideal when, world. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's interrupt. No, no, that's that's exactly it. But it's in those moments when life is going crazy, um, and I'm feeling frustrated or exhausted or I'm ready to snap at my kids that I have that practice and I come back to the breath and I come back to my heart and I feel a connection to to oneness and to unity and to love and I let like it's that feeling of deep peace Mm. and then I'm back in that space and those little moments is what spirituality is to me yeah yeah I love it that is beautiful Mm. maybe (laughs) Kate you could tell us just about a couple of your practices that you do to connect to spirituality yeah so I guess I teach yoga so (laughs) yoga is a big part of my life um and I 
believe in that first episode with me and Kat, I talk a little bit about that first time I really felt a true loving connection to myself from Mm. deep within me. Mm. Um, So for me, spirituality is connecting with yourself and then connecting with something beyond yourself that makes you feel connected to everything. Mm. Yeah. So whatever means like helps you get to that place or to that feeling to have that. Yeah. That, that feeling of, connectedness um Mm. that's just so pure and it just it fills you up it makes you feel full it makes you feel like Mm. everything's going to be okay it makes you just feel like everything is as it's meant to be and even if you just touch it just for a moment then whatever you're doing has been effective (laughs) so whether that's breath breath work or yoga or um journaling or meditation or even just a walk on the beach um, I really feel a really strong connection to nature too. So I've, one of my recent practices has been really trying to get out on the grass or the earth in the morning. Um, and I just like to see the beauty in nature. So I notice my son like repeating back to me, oh, look, it's so beautiful, mommy. Look at the clouds. And I'm, makes me feel so filled with joy because he's, he's hearing me mm. saying those things. It might just like even today with the rain, the rain is just so beautiful just seeing little drops of rain on Mm. different plants, just even in that, just accepting that moment for its perfection and nature for its perfection. Mm. Um, And then I guess coming back to yoga and Sophie mentioned like the movement and the breath, I guess I didn't understand. Well, I I believe in the energetic body. So we've got our physical body, Mm. but then we have energy or an aura. So if you can feel a good or bad vibe from someone, that's that the energy sort of speaking. Um, so I truly believe that yoga helps to purify your energy system or get clear things out that aren't meant to be there and help you come back to your center. Um, so all of that movement and bending and stretching and breathing is really just so that when you get to that Shavasana, you also mentioned Shavasana in the meditation is just to be able to get to that blissful place where the mind Mm. is clear Mm. The mind is clear and you can you can really feel into that that true connection with yourself and with everything. Mm, um, that was so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> just summed up I felt like I'm so on my journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could probably I could go on for an hour on my own. So I have to do a whole nother episode on just no, my it's love. It's good for yoga. to hear the contrast between explaining it because hopefully we'll have a number of listeners and how you explain it. And what you practice might connect to someone, whereas how Sophie has explained it will really connect with someone else. And then, you know, mine's different again. Like mine has changed a lot. It started out with kirtan, so chanting meditation. That was probably first for me. And But again, it, it comes back to what you've both kind of described. The tool was the kirtan, but the end result was a feeling of peace or connectedness because I was able to clear away anything that energetically or in my mind that was, you know, playing on my mind and troubling me at the end of, of being in a meditation and, and doing kirtan chanting, I would be like, Oh, Oh my God, I feel cleansed. I'm good to go. Or mm. for me, it's, it's a bit, a little bit of yoga. I'm not super into yoga. It's a little bit of journaling. And also now with my work, like after I finish a massage because all I have thought about in those moments while I'm massaging is 
oh, I feel in flow right now. Oh, I don't. And then I immediately relax my jaw, clear my mind and come back to that experience for myself and that person. And at the end of that hour, I am literally like, feel so connected to, Mm. I don't even know what I'm connected to that person. I'm connected to that moment. I'm connected to the music I was playing. I am just so connected. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, Again, it's, yeah, it's it's not even that I have stopped to do yoga or mm-hmm. whatever. It's it's different for everyone. But the end Absolutely. result is that, that feeling or whatever, and however I, you describe it, it's a feeling. I think you just mentioned the word flow as well and it's just feeling like you're in mm. the flow of life. Um, and one of the teachings from my yoga teacher or with, with any yoga is, is trying to take it off the mat. So it's not about the stretching and the poses but trying to live in that state of connectedness yeah well so touched on that that you can um in those moments when you need to call back up on that feeling or that everything is okay I don't need to get upset right now because my daughter has dropped her wheat bakes everywhere you can just kind of be like huh oh, oh, oh it's all good you know because you've, yeah. you've you've got that inner peace and that pathway there to pause and take a breath and then move into it with a conscious kind of awareness of the moment it's being in the Mm -hmm. moment and realizing that that's Mm. okay and the other one I forgot to mention is um being in circle so yeah that's another one for me that again I'm connecting to other women which connects me to something else so Mm -hmm. yeah when you describe your massage cat it reminds me when I do energy healings on people um it's the same kind of thing. And I feel like even though I'm the conduit for the energy and, you know, the healer that in that moment, I am receiving the greatest healing, like just being that pure channel and being, being Mm -hmm. there for that person and sending them so much love and so much light that Mm, in that moment, so much. Yeah. It's it's like I walk out of that, any of those sessions, just like, buzzing I'm just alive Mm -hmm. and so so um in flow and um Mm -hmm. in tune yeah yeah Yeah. I I walk out of a massage and I look like I'm the one that's just had a massage because I'm like oh (laughs) (laughs) Oh. so good yeah Uh, okay well you've talked to us a bit about about that spirituality and mindfulness and I guess we've kind of touched on how it could be for others as well but maybe you could expand on that a little bit more for us yeah, so um, I feel like, you know, mindfulness and spirituality do go hand in hand, but a lot of people hear spirituality and they're like, oh, that woo-woo stuff. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that was yeah. me. That even still is me sometimes. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm not spiritual or that that feels over, that word can feel overwhelming or yeah. too out of your grasp. So I connect more to mindfulness, definitely. Yeah, it's like, oh, um spirit guides what <laughs> like, yeah you, you're yeah. seeing people you're hearing voices like what's yeah. going on <laughs> um so mindfulness I feel is more like it's it's for everyone um and I was talking to a girl the other night a mutual friend um and she she's like oh I'm just you know all the spirituality the crystals it's just so weird I don't get it um and um, she's saying, like, I am interested in mindfulness. And she said that she loved to go out into the garden and just like, um, like Katie said, just like connect to the the dew on the leaves and just be mm. in peace and breathe. And she loves that. But then when it comes to that other side of like spiritual stuff, it's a bit scary, which is but totally... it's all the same though, which is yeah. it's all how you frame it. It's yeah. all how you frame yeah. it. And we all connect 
to things explained and worded differently so and I guess it's also a yeah it's a spectrum it's you can sit wherever you want you can go Mm. as deep as you want but in essence it's all alluding to the same thing Mm. as long as you're finding that deep peace doesn't matter how you get there (laughs) and I guess mindfulness it's mind it's being in mindful of your mind so you're shutting down the monkey mind and just connecting to the true essence of who you are and the moment and you can just reach that by breathing and um in the breathwork course that I'm doing now, like a lot of meditation is we've got to shut down the thoughts. We've got to shut down the monkey mind and the breathwork course I'm doing now, we do our, our breathe. So we're doing certain types of, of breath for, for a long time. And it's not even that you're shutting down the monkey mind. It's that you're at peace with whatever comes into your mind. So whatever chatter comes in, you know, you're hearing, like you might be thinking a lot about your relationship or you might be thinking a lot about what you're making for dinner but just going, oh, yeah, there goes my mind again. Like I'm thinking about things and what does that, where does that lead to? And just being really at peace and, and what does that mean for me? Is it important? No, I'm going to let it go. And I'm going to focus on thinking about the love I feel for my family instead Mm. and sending that love out or sending love to myself. Um, a lot of times in those breath work sessions and there's never any mention in these sessions on anything like woo woo really it's just the breath we're literally just connecting to the breath often in those sessions um, things come up maybe a hurt from our childhood or a trigger or something that's causing us pain a pain point in our life and we're breathing through it and we're feeling the feelings Mm. and then we're just letting it flow through our bodies and coming back to peace and you find that with a a good repetitive deep breath um you you it is easier to connect um to that peace and I think breathing is a big part of mindfulness um and it's not scary like anyone can do it it doesn't matter if you're a Christian and you have very strong beliefs around that yeah you can incorporate mindful practice into your life no matter what your belief is on higher power or god it's just finding that peace and just finding that that connection to the moment instead of living in the past or the future just living in the now yeah i love it we were talking before we got on the call about people maybe perceiving or feeling that this type of stuff is a trend maybe talk to us a bit about that Yeah, I really wanted to talk about that because it's come up with me a lot lately and it's come up with friends of mine that I feel already are mindful or spiritual um, and also with friends, um, you know, that that aren't, that see it and think it's woo-woo stuff and saying, well, it's just in fashion at the moment. Mm. It's in fashion to have crystals in your home decor. It's um, fashionable to, you know, wear them around your neck and yoga's been in for quite a while, but now we're doing meditation and um, we're talking about moon cycles and a lot of people are just brushing it off as some, some trend and, Mm. and the ones that already are spiritual saying, oh, well, they're just doing it because (laughs) it's, it's fashionable and, and others just going, well, yeah, it's not really authentic. Um, And I, I just feel so much that the fact that it is everywhere, that we're seeing it everywhere on our social media and we're seeing it 
um, you know, more and more people turning towards practices like yoga or breath work or going to get a reading or putting crystals in their home is just a sign that we are evolving as a species. Mm. And like we were just saying about mindfulness, you know, it's not about how you get there. It's that you're there and that you find peace. So maybe um, you went out and you bought a beautiful piece of rose quartz for your house because you wanted the aesthetic and at the crystal shop the lady told you that rose quartz promotes love and if you put it in a certain corner of your house it's going to bring more love into your life and help you be more loving and even though you're like yes whatever you put that rose quartz in your house and every time you look at it you feel love you feel Mm. love for your family you feel love for your home or you Um, love how it makes you feel because of how it looks in that space in your home that's still emoting a feeling yeah and maybe maybe you're like oh everyone's putting their crystals out under the moon so I'm just going to do that because that's going to make a really beautiful Instagram story right now um and then you do it and then you're sitting out there under the moon and you're connect you're looking at the moon and the stars instead of looking at your phone or looking Mm. at the tv Mm. and for that moment you find peace and so to me, the fact that it is on trend is the most beautiful thing ever that Absolutely. we hear it in songs and that we see it in the fashion that people are wearing and the way they, they're making their house feel peaceful. Like just the way that people are decorating these days, you walk into a home and you feel that, ah, oh, you know, mm-hmm. it's not this um, material. It's Well, it is in some ways it is still materialistic. You can be very, you know, spiritually materialistic, but it's just that gateway. I guess it's that gateway mm-hmm. drug to finding peace. And I absolutely love that. Yeah. If, if I could just reflect for one moment, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, a lot of yogis when yogi has like yoga has transformed, I guess, over, women have only been practicing yoga since the seventies before that it was in India and it was only for men. And it wasn't until it went to America that it like blew up and like women started to love it. So even just that is 50 years of evolution Mm. um, and what we've got access to now and with the internet is like limitless. Um, But a lot of yogis might get angry at like all the new styles of yoga, hot yoga and fit yoga and this yoga and that yoga. But at the end of the day, if it gets someone new in the door that maybe was a bit off put by the spiritual element of yoga, if it gets them in there, they do the practice mm. and they still leave feeling lighter, brighter, happier. Then mm. it, it doesn't really matter. Serving its purpose. Yeah. It's still serving its purpose. I think it being on trend, it it's beautiful because if it just attracts more people to something that at the essence is helpful in their life. Mm. And that could be mm. said for anything that's like spiritually on trend. If at, at its core, if it's still good for you, I think people will feel that. So I agree with you totally, Sophie, that it feels like it's just like a ripple effect. And and I think the internet has just helped to blow the lid off things and just give people so much more access. And like you said before, Kat, like things might resonate with one people but might be off-putting for another. So mm, And they might not have more- just heard something in the right way yet to be able to connect to it. So they, so they think it's a trend or they think it's, yeah. Yeah, so I think on trend, if it's good for us, then does okay. it matter if it's on yeah. trend? Like, let's just do it's it. It's amazing. See yes. how you feel. Like, yeah. Maybe so, we um, only go to that yoga class once a week at the gym because we want to be more flexible. 
but in that moment we let go of the stress of the week and we release stored stuff in our body and then we go home Mm -hmm. and we love our families a little bit harder and we're a little bit Mm -hmm. more at peace and Mm -hmm. even if that's all it ever is isn't Mm -hmm. that just so beautiful so beautiful and I think just encouraging everyone like to just have an open mind and let go of let go of having to even think whether it's a trend or whether you're enough or whether whatever it is holding you back or making you make a judgment like that is just opening your mind and your heart just a little bit more because you could find some space for something amazing or you can make your friend feel a little bit more accepted and not that you just think that they're on trend for example if that makes sense yeah it makes me think of the podcast that we listen to about Ron, when Rhonda Byrne speaks and she's just amazing. She's done a lot of development and she talks about self-development. She talks about um, just really not letting what people think and say bother her because it's more of a reflection of where they're at than where she's at. And so just mm-hmm. really accepting like, okay, well, you've said that and that could hurt my feelings, but it's not actually about me. That's where you're at. So in that moment, she's had enough wisdom to just gracefully continue through the moment and not feel offended and not bite back and Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of power in that side of it as well absolutely Mm. and I think that circles back to the mindfulness because that's almost like mindful awareness of like Mm. how you react yeah how you react in a situation you're sort of yeah being mindful of what that evokes in you and then just Mm. stepping back and having a little bit of perspective yeah um Sophie you also mentioned um when you were saying about the crystals like whether it's just good for an Instagram photo and one of my little things that I Mm -hmm. wanted to have a chat about was just um I guess life on Instagram or social media and I guess it's part of your business but it's also an expression of yourself um so Mm. just about that about that evolution and yeah what it's brought up for you and how you feel about having that online presence yes um so I am just so grateful to Instagram actually because it's brought so much to my life so I will explain a little bit of that journey um I just had like a a general Instagram page and I didn't even know how to do a story honestly (laughs) like I had no idea um I would take try to do a video oh that looks ridiculous so I'd never ever I didn't know how to put a filter on a picture nothing I feel you um, (laughs) (laughs) um so one of my best friends who was actually one of the first people to walk through the door at my first rainbow circle um started doing uh, the young living oil business and started talking to me about doing it as well I was already well on board with essential oils absolutely loved them um but was like yeah no no no, not for me and she asked me a couple of times and I had at the same time been really like feeling the pull to start doing meditation and put myself out there but I was just frightened frightened to put my voice out again and put myself in the spotlight and not sure how to even go about that. Um, And she called me once again and asked me about it. And I was on my way to an Airbnb holiday in Ellie beach. And I got to this house, this beautiful house overlooking the ocean and I see crystals everywhere (laughs) and I see young living products everywhere. And I'm, I'm a big believer and there's no such thing as a coincidence. Like if you're meant to go on a certain path, there's going to be, 
little Signs. little things that crop up that say mm. you know this is a good path for you and Keep I was like okay I'm gonna day. yeah like hmm I'm gonna think about this really seriously because I've just had this chat to Beth and now here I am surrounded by this stuff and maybe it's a sign and um part of that part of that um joining that business promoting a product that I already love and, and passionate about was social media training um so I jumped into that and I just found this beautiful creative outlet. Um, it took me a while, like dabbling and playing around, but I, I learned to, you know, edit my photos and add music over and put like pretty writing on top. And um, slowly but surely, as I was going on this journey, I was, you know, diving into some personal growth work, work as well. And I was starting to share that on my page. And something about doing this Instagram um, our, our team had a show your face challenge where you had to get into your stories and, and chat. And in the past, I was like, I'm never going to do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> no way in the world. Like that is, you know, not me. Like I don't want to bore people if they don't want to listen to me. And then they're like, you know what? If someone doesn't want to listen to you, they're just going to swipe past. It's fine. But maybe that person, that one person that does stop and listen to you, maybe what you say will have value to them. Mm. so I started putting myself out in that way and I found my voice I guess and I found that the more I did that the more and more beautiful opportunities opened up for me like I'd I'd met you guys at a at a friend's wedding but I don't know if we would have connected if in the same way if I didn't have that Instagram Mm. page Mm. so even for that alone oh my god I'm so grateful (laughs) yeah I I just people I I started to find more and more of my tribe because my tribe could see who I am. Mm -hmm. And if they already felt that way or on that path, they could let me know. And then it was the doorway to a conversation about things we were both passionate about. And that conversation might've never happened. It might've stayed surface value. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, my Instagram page has just been, it's just been like, for me like coming out of the closet the spiritual closet like (laughs) here I am I'm I'm a crazy hippie guys like I'm here to stay I'm not gonna shut up about it I'm I'm embracing it (laughs) I'm gonna talk about breath work I'm gonna talk about meditation and oils and Mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff and you know I've it's been beautiful and even my friends and family that aren't that way inclined have all been like wow this has been really good for you like we can see that and, and they've accepted me more and maybe not laugh so much when um I'm running around doing something that they might think is a little bit (laughs) (laughs) woo-woo and Sophie we had mentioned this briefly before but you also said that seeing yourself and seeing yourself speak was sort of like a process of healing of like accepting yourself for who you are and like living authentically and just being as you are and I really really resonated with that as well um so is there anything you sort of wanted to add to that or did I just yeah, sum it up for um, you? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Thanks, Katie. <laughs> I, I, um, I have ha- always had some pretty big self-esteem issues. Maybe most people do. Um, but I couldn't even take a selfie. Hey, <laughs> I just, I, I hated it. I hated hearing my own voice. Back. Mm. I, don't, I think a lot of it was like weird to me and like oh 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 I could never be in a video like if ever I saw a video of myself I was like oh my god like I don't know what it was but um it's crazy how that has totally morphed into me being completely comfortable and just like 
unashamed of who I am and more accepting and loving and and connecting with other people in the social media space that are on that same journey, that self-love journey and going, oh, they have, they feel exactly the same as me, but I think they're fantastic. Mm, and so yeah. just slowly like putting myself out more and more and being more comfortable with who I am, what I have to say, how I say it and not, not overthinking it. Like I know a lot of girls um, that, that go into the same sort of social media business every time they make a video, they pour over it. And for me, it's been a real journey of just being like, you know what? I said, um, 20 times. It's like my nervous tick. I don't know when I like, instead of a pause, I say, um, that's okay. I'm still going to upload the video. Like it doesn't matter. Who cares? And if someone thinks that's funny, like good, have a chuckle that I just said, um, 20 times. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know, I still, there was a message in there and I said it and Maybe my hair was frizzy and I didn't put makeup on that day, but I don't care, you know, like mm. it, it has been, it's just been like really it's accepting myself and not caring anymore. And in doing so finding that there's so many other people that feel exactly the same way and we're not alone and it doesn't matter. <laughs> None yeah, of it really beautiful. matters. Yeah, definitely. And in Makai, do you think um, like what do you feel like the Mackay community is is like? So uh, obviously you've got a big group of friends through work and personal. If you're someone that's thinking about dabbling a bit more, what kind of things can you find locally that you know about? Um, oh, Mackay has come such a long way. I'm sure as you girls realise as well. And like I said in 2012, um, from what I could find in the spiritual world, it was all like all the older ladies mostly some men that got together and meditated once a week and that was beautiful but I feel like new things are opening up all the time um Mm. we have some beautiful yoga studios here now um we've got the monthly house of she events which are just Mm. incredible um the blessing ways that you're doing cat is just like those little moments of circle and someone's coming mm. along to their friend's blessing way and never sat in circle with other women. Yeah. You know, never had that sort of connection without alcohol or mm. um, that's just slowly creeping into our um, communities. And I'm, I'm finding more and more and I haven't even been diving in too deep because I'm at home with a baby most of the time, but yeah. Um, yeah, like I've seen other groups and other teachers crop up. And because my Mackay is um, a mining town, we do have so many people that move here um, from out of town. So it's constantly evolving as well. Um, When I had my first daughter, I started going to like baby wearing meats and the Australian breastfeeding meats and um, the birth center meets and meeting all these beautiful, beautiful women. And I realized that in this community that to me was so small, like it was just the circle of school friends and, mm. you know, like you go out and you always see someone, you know, and you're like, Oh, you know, Makai's so small and I feel yeah. claustrophobic. Everyone can see what I'm doing. It's actually so diverse. And there's so oh, many beautiful so people. Like we can find our tribe here, no matter what you're into. Mm. I think more and more that's happening and more people are stepping out and, and, and putting themselves out there and doing a circle or a meet or yeah. a different yoga class or the or the ecstatic dance that's starting to happen. Mm. I, I've only gone to yeah. that at Winter Moon, but, oh, my God, that's so fun. <laughs> I need to yeah. do more of that. I have just been flying high at ecstatic dance <laughs> the last four weeks. It has been so good. 
dancing uh, literally heals the soul. Yeah, um, I can't so that's wait run to by come. run by Christopher David. He's also a yoga teacher and a retreat facilitator, and he does ecstatic dance. He does run the yoga and dance up at the Winter Moon festivals mm. and all the f- festivals up at Cameron's Pocket. So yeah, definitely. I love his Kundalini yoga. If anyone's searching yeah. for Kundalini, go go to so definitely give give him a follow and keep keep in the loop with the ecstatic dance if you want to get a little bit out of your comfort zone and just really just like I'm not going to say it's like clubbing without the drinking but it's just so freeing just to Mm. really let loose and just feel like no one's judging um and Kat when you asked about things in Mackay I just thought of Mount Duke's um retreat I haven't yet to go up there, but I know that you did the sound healing up there. So yes, you I've can been let us know what it's there. Like. And my beautiful mother-in-law, she goes to yoga there regularly. Um, there, I, I mean, there really is a lot going on in the Mackay and surrounding areas. So there's the Wellness Center at Marion, which has beautiful offerings. There's the Mount Drews Retreat. Shambhala has stuff going on from time to time. People hire that and run stuff. But even just the local um, local studios, like Soph mentioned, and also just the individuals having a go and running event, you know, looking, you know, putting it on a Facebook event or a Humanitics or Eventbrite events. Like, and I, I, I think that there, it's always kind of been a Mackay, um, but it depends where you're at. So for me, mm. I, I never did anything like that in Mackay and I moved away for 10 years and then I moved back and I had got involved in that down south. And then as soon as I kind of started hunting around, there is stuff on offer. I mean, not, mm-hmm. not everything or what I couldn't find everything, but it depends what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. but it all yeah it all depends where you're at what you see it's like yeah an interesting thing as well but if you are looking for something more or a particular type of experience you can definitely find it in Mackay don't think that we're limited here by any means and if for no. some reason you can't find it and it's something that you really are interested in freaking offer it yes. Google mm-hmm. how to do it offer it mm-hmm. I'll come along I'll test it out with you um absolutely abs- like I don't don't put limits on 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 mm. it in that way for sure because if winter you're looking for it one. someone else is looking for it as well absolutely. the winter moon page they often have spiritual events out there the on the winter moon grounds like they have the actual yeah. festivals but they also have like little mini festivals and they have little healing retreats yeah, and things cool. like that as well Amazing. and I've got a friend um she's just had a newborn baby so it might not be happening anytime soon but um she did these singing circles in Hawaii oh that's cool Cool. yeah and she wants to get them started here too so that might be on the cards in the future yes (laughs) my only challenge like 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 you said so like you would love to dive into so many things but we've got these little humans running around Mm -hmm. balancing our our lives and motherhood with young ones but um you always find time for the things that you definitely want to do so Mm. yeah absolutely and we're so blessed that even when we are stuck at home um I'm doing so much work online I'm doing the Mm -hmm. the reconnected the breath work and the connected play like um parenting course I've got another coach lady that I follow and I do master classes with um so even if you can't get out and go to things there are beautiful communities online as well and teachers and I find that the energy is there you know, it used to be that you had to be in the same room with people, but 
when I sit in circle in those in those sessions, those group sessions, and you know we have a a, a meditation at the beginning, I feel like we're all together. I mm, feel yeah. that you know that deep love and connection of everyone in that virtual space. So yeah. So again, isn't that, that limiting yourself and testing yeah. testing out? different ways of doing things as well and um Sophie I just wanted to also ask you I know you ran a little online course mindful mama not yeah. so long ago is that something that will be uh, a reoccurring thing or can people access yeah, that um, I've been toying with the idea of the next one um, I really loved doing that actually Kat mm. came along yeah um, I joined up with a couple of my girlfriends Elle and Oh, there was two others that did as well. We would be messaging like, oh, did you do last night's meditation? Oh, did you read what <laughs> Sophie said today? And, you know, we're all like sort of dabbling in it and all connected with different things. Yeah. Yeah, Beautiful. I really like that because there's so much freedom um, in that virtual space again that I was able to run a couple of meditations in the week and put out some different um, ideas or perspectives for people to think about mm. um, about conscious parenting, mindful parenting, and yeah, doing the little meditations. And it's not like oh, I have to get someone to babysit the kids, or yeah. you know, you can be there live with me, or you can watch the replay oh later. God. And you're mm-hmm. you know, you're still going on a beautiful journey. So yes, it is something that I will be doing more of. And same with like one on one sessions online. I I I really. I feel such a call, um, that feeling that we we're talking about, like with Kat's massage and with my healings, I know that I can do that online as well. And I want to be doing more and more of that um, because it does fill me up so much and just spreading that light and mm. um, sharing the different things that I'm learning. Like I want to pass it on because it's, yeah. it's changing my life and it's so beautiful. Love, love, love. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us, Sophie. It's been such an inspiring conversation. I've just been loving every moment. Just to all our listeners out there, if anything resonated with you, if you'd like more information, or if you have any specific practices that you do to help you connect with your spirituality, please reach out and let us know. Or if there's anything specific that you do in Mackay. Yeah, any local um, events or any local group. Yeah, absolutely. Get in touch. We would love to know about what's going on. It's all about connecting people. So reach out and let us know. 